Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I'm Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we are going to geek out about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today's <laughs> episode is season four, episode eight, Pangs. Woohoo! Woo! I'm excited. This episode. Um, so good. This is like, there's, it's this episode, there's three in a row, starting with yeah. this one, that are excellent yeah there's a i i a disc so anybody watching or listening along not watching along this is the episode where a native american ghost goes on a killing spree and it's thanksgiving and uh spike comes into play and like there's just so much this episode has a ton of comedy in it yeah um it has a lot of really good moments in it and also angels there <laughs> which we, have, we will have a whole thing about oh yeah um i am very anti-angel in this episode um mm-hmm. and and a I little say, anti-giles <laughs> yeah yeah just a, li- just a little but a little Although there, there's an element we'll get to it but there's yeah, an yeah. element where i'm like more on board with giles in this capacity that we've talked about than he has a been in the hundred, past a hundred percent because he kind of sees the problem in it and he absolutely like it, which is great but we'll get to that um i do want to say up front this episode at least <laughs> i'm always a little uncomfortable watching this episode yep, um i know exactly I th- what you're getting at <laughs> i think i think the reason I didn't realize it until I was like really trying to, cause I've always watched it and I'm like, it has a lot of great elements in it. Mm-hmm. Like you do on the surface, you're calling out the hypocrisy and absurdity of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. how it all started. And this is way ahead of its time to bring those things to the front. Yeah. Cause everything on television at the time was just like, Thanksgiving is great. And so this was one of those ones where it's voicing it. And then there's, um, there's arguments had in this that are good arguments that mm-hmm. should be had among friends and family, right? Yeah. And then I th- and I was I was like, what about it? And obviously, there's it's you know a Native American ghost killing people and slicing ears off and whatever, which is already an an image in and of itself that's problematic. Um, but then I was just like, what exactly in this episode? I was really trying to pay attention to what was going on. I'm obviously no expert in. <laughs> history or all that Um, there's a reason why we're both doing a buffy podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so i i think at least for me one of the biggest issues looking at trying to look at this objectively is that the willow side of the story is played as the wrong point of view kind of not not that it's wrong, but it's more like yeah. this is the pompous PC police telling us we shouldn't do it. And like everybody's really annoyed with Willow and they present it like she's yeah. giving she's holding everybody back from enjoying this thing. And even in the end, she's just like, look, I, I just fucking got right on board with killing him, whatever. And it's like yeah. I felt like actually in in in. uh I don't know what the word is, but like a good mirror to this episode is Inca Mummy Girl, where we were sure. like, it'd be super great if this episode ended with Buffy understanding her and helping yeah. guide her into the afterlife. And it'd be great if this episode, 
equally mm-hmm. had an ending that was less, well, we just have to fucking kill him. It's like, yeah. no, let's solve the problem or at least you don't have to you don't have to solve or atone for the horrible shit we did in the past, but like yeah. you can write this story to be more like open-minded uh-huh. and like end with a more positive ending. So I have like <laughs> so many different things to say about different parts of what you just said. Yeah. I don't know really where I want to start. I think because for the most part, honestly, for the most part, I'm kind of on Spike's team where he like yeah. when he finally gets fucking pissed at the end and he's like, oh, someone put a stake in me. You got a lot of volunteers in here. I just can't take all this mamby pamby boo-hooing about the bloody Indians. Uh, the preferred term is- You won, all right? You came in and you killed them and you took their land. That's what conquering nations do. That's what Caesar did. And he's not going around saying, I came, I conquered, I felt really bad about it. The history of the world is not people making friends. You had better weapons and you massacred them. End of story. Well, if we could talk to him. You exterminated his race. What could you possibly say that would make him feel better? It's kill or be killed here. Take your bloody pick. This is an evil, vengeful spirit. I, like, you know, everybody in the room understands that Willow is morally and objectively correct. Right. That being said, there's no other way to handle this discrete situation that they are in. Right. This vengeful spirit needs to be taken care of, and it's not going to be solved with a dialogue. And so that, I think, lends itself to a failing of the the time, 1999, and the yeah. writers, most specifically Joss, who yeah. I think... The thing that irritates me about episodes like this, specifically, is that... I can see the wheels moving in his head where he's like, oh, man, I'm doing such a good thing by bringing this up and addressing it. And like no one else is addressing this stuff. Like you said, all the other Thanksgiving episodes of TV are just like, woo, Thanksgiving turkey. But I'm going to really say something. But when you actually peel back literally one layer of it, you're not saying shit. You're walking on the fence about it. And it, it just simply doesn't work. Because yeah. you're trying to still, it's the problem with having like episodes of the week on Buffy because it's like there's never any long term consequence to them. Like right. this doesn't make everybody suddenly think differently about how they act moving forward with regards to Native Americans that are indigenous to California. Right. It's literally never brought up again. And so that is the issue with it. It's also 42 minutes is not long enough to tell a cohesive story about the negative history that white people have brought on the indigenous people of everywhere. Right. So it's just really, that's the kind of shit that frustrates me. And I am really glad that we're front loading this conversation because (laughs) even, even given all of that stuff, this is one of my favorite episodes because of 100%. the rest of it. It's funny. We yeah. get, again, like you said, Spike in the mix. There's like a lot of really good and interesting stuff. And even, you know, Angel being there, which we both have lots to say about, he, that sort of snowballs a lot of the season four drama. Like yeah. a lot of the drama of season four snowballs from this moment. And so, you know, also... I love Thanksgiving. 
like yeah. as just a regular human person. Yeah. I feel really bad about it. Like it, <laughs> it makes me think every year, but like for me as someone who lives in the 21st century, Thanksgiving just means turkey and pie. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I recognize that these things are terrible. I don't like Christopher Columbus. I don't think we should have Columbus day and celebrate it. It it just is, you know, you reach a certain point and it's sort of like the, I have like people who are like, I can't believe you shop at Amazon. And it's like, I can't change my whole life. There's no ethical consumption in a capitalist society. I I don't know what you want from me. You know, it's like, I can only do so many things. (laughs) differently in my life and i i try really hard to do the things i can yeah but you i mean these people who get on the and that and i think that's part of the issue with willow is she's coming at it from this very very high moral horse yeah that it's like okay fine but like you've been celebrating thanksgiving your entire life still anyway if you have that big of a beef about it Maybe you should just be having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're still and and then she even she doesn't even get to stick to her moral high ground because she immediately starts fighting the things Within, at the yeah. end, too. So I don't when know. It's just. Out. Yeah. And it's and a lot clarify, to say, but I did want to bring it up at the top because I didn't want us to have to keep like going back, bringing to it, it up yeah. throughout the whole thing. It is just it's such a it's one of those things. Like you said, he brought it up, thought he was doing something clever. And it's like, just no. don't do this story and it can that i think the issue i have with it is they could have easily written something where they just figured out how to put the the spirit to peace like there's no there's no there's no bible that says how this story had to end it wasn't like they chose to make them violently fight the native americans and stab him as a bear and kill them and like it was like you could have just said oh we found this thing and we'll smash it and they'll go to peace or whatever and then have like an understanding at the end of it. and yeah. they didn't do that they just wanted to like have have it all essentially yeah because i feel like i've seen a different like other things where it's like it's like they make such a big deal about it being the knife that's missing that's very specifically yeah. it went after that knife and i'm sort of like why not just break that knife? Break the knife, yeah. Or like it's, do a it's spell also, with the knife or something. It's also part of the failing of this show, or not the failing, yeah. but one an issue that we've brought up before where it's Buffy sees everything as like black and white and yeah. rarely dabbles in the gray. Mm-hmm. And even even here, she's very like, she just doesn't, she doesn't know how to, and I feel like there should have been that growth of understanding, like not everything is just good or evil. Like, yeah. There's complexity to things, and the show really does like to, and that's I think that's also why Joss was so mad that everybody loved Spike because oh, yeah. he, was, he was like, I just want demons to be evil, and then when people were like, No, we want this, mm-hmm. you instead of being mad, you should be like, Oh, that is oh interesting. okay, yeah, <laughs> everything's a, not good or evil. <laughs> what, what a way to broaden <laughs> my storytelling opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking dick, stupid. Um, Plus, if you're trying to do that, stop giving Spike these incredible speeches about the gray in between. We're like in yeah. Lover's Walk, he's got the whole thing about how she and Angel won't be friends, like because right. of all this middle gray stuff. And yeah. his speech at the end of this one is like. Like, I'm sorry. Like, who do who do you think you are? Yeah. This is first of all your fault, and secondly, 
talking about it is never going to work. And so right. he does kind of he does sort of bring a black and whiteness to that conversation. But it's right. because he's able to see the shades of gray that he realizes that this specific instance is a black and white scenario. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, there's whole I heard I haven't not to plug another podcast, but I heard uh, the buffering podcast did a mm. really like in-depth yeah. talk about this episode in particular and they had a guest on a native american on and yeah it was a whole thing so we, we are also both white so we're kind of yeah. talking out <laughs> yeah. our ass yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah, completely out of our ass <laughs> just wanted like, to cover all that before we gush about this episode. yeah i also i stopped listening to buffering when we decided to yeah. do this so i like didn't ever make it out of season two i don't yeah. think listening i was to i was listening to a couple yeah. and then i was like I think when we started, I said something that that I cut out of our episode. But like oh. I said something that was basically a mirror of what someone else. I was like, if I yeah. keep listening, I'm just gonna I, like keep re- reiterating exactly, things I heard on other podcasts. Yeah, that's exactly why I stopped. Uh, but we love your podcasts. Yeah, we it's just great. Don't, we don't want to like steal your stuff accidentally. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this episode, 12 minutes later, this episode opens <laughs> on a dude, <laughs> listen, this episode opens on a dude walking uh, in the woods. Looking for me? Holy, what do you want? <laughs> hey. Look who's home. It's the classic twist. Yep. They do it every once in a while. I love it every time. Me too. Yeah. Um, where Buffy just punches him in the face. It's so and great. He, and he turns into a vamp. It's hilarious. I love it a lot. They do a really great job this season too, um, this season as well, of Buffy getting really good mm-hmm. at fighting vampires. Yeah. Um, and to the point where like at the end of season five, I mean, obviously there's the Fool for Love episode, which is more of an accident. Yeah. Um, right? It was Fool for Love yep, that happens. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but that's more of an accident and not because she's, uh, pr- it's almost because she's like too good. Too at good. It. Yeah. Yeah. I and also so, like you, you get yeah. to see her skills building up, especially in season four. Where you're like, oh, she's getting really good and confident in this ability. Yeah. I think it also, it's, it makes, there's a scene in season five as well that it, all of this stuff in season four makes that scene really interesting where she goes to Giles and she's like, I, I want you to train me again i i love it i can't wait for that and then angel shows up look okay (laughs) well that's not quite yet i mean he is there he He is there watching her yeah it cuts to the credits on angel's face in the and also a fun fact he's just like in the bushes like homer simpson so speaking of that uh, for people who didn't notice in my art piece for this because a lot of people didn't notice until i pointed it out i have angel hiding behind the plant like what it's like my art piece (laughs) is just spiking the arrows and i just have angel standing in the background behind like a house plant right like behind like a ficus he's not even outside yeah oh brother this angel in this episode is so infuriating because it. it is so unnecessary and we'll, so, we'll get to it at the end he does one thing that could have been done by anybody else and i was like there is no reason and we talked about it in the last episode that the yeah. only reason he's here is to motivate the next episode of angel that's the only reason that he's here 
Like, there's no, he wasn't necessary. This was not yeah. some big, like, apocalyptic thing he needed. To, no. After all the things that are about to happen, this was what he got warned about by the powers that be. Like, 100% that also, like, I don't, I, like, lost what I was going to say. It, it makes no sense. It could have been a phone call. He could have just called, and then that way, like, Giles knows that something's going on. But also, right. like, I, do you think... I don't know. I don't think it would have spun her out that much seeing him if oh, he just yeah. was like, hey, I got like a thing. Oh, oh, I got oh, I got some stuff. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to Angel and Giles. Oh, my sure. God. But also, I just like I don't see what's what about it. Couldn't have been a phone call. I also yeah. uh, because because then Giles just could have been like, hey, Angel called. He's got some he like has someone had a vision. This is what's going on. Just be extra careful. Kind Which of a is thing. the problem. Angel thinks he needs to save Buffy. I want to die. I like, I just hate it. I hate oh, it so much. It's the worst element of this episode. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, the other stuff we just talked about for 12 <clears throat> minutes, but uh, Angel. We, well, okay, but it. within the story of the yes. show, this yes. is the worst this thing. This is the worst element. Within the, within the confines of the world, right. the Native American, <laughs> the Shumash story is yeah. the worst. Which also, I always, for I was like, that Shuma, his penis got diseases from a Shuma's tribe, and once more with feeling comes from this. <laughs> I was singing I'll Never Tell the entire yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they say Shuma, you're like, penis yeah. got diseases. Yeah, every um, single time. I am not, I am being so serious. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and so then we go to the Xander construction scene. Anya is horny as fuck. Love it. It is so funny. Look at him. Have you ever seen anything so masculine? Dean Guerrero or his wife? I think she means. Oh, very manly. Not at all village people. So much sexier than the outfit of his last job. Oh, I miss the free hot dogs on sticks. I'm imagining having sex with him right now. Buffy is wearing a cowboy hat too. Yes, which, which is, is bizarre. A choice. <laughs> uh, this is where Willow calls out Thanksgiving. Yeah. What a load of horse hooey. Give your dream room to We have a counterpoint. And it will fill the Yeah, Thanksgiving house. isn't a, about blending of two cultures. Space, it's about it's one culture wiping out another. And, and then they make animated specials about the part where with the maze and the, the big, big belt buckles. They don't show you the next scene where, where all the bison die and then Squanto takes a musket ball in the stomach. And she clarifies, like, this is... This seems to be the Rosenberg family belief. Like yeah. apparently her mom is has always been like, no, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is horrid. We shouldn't take part in it. And mm -hmm. then she's only now, you know, being a grown up, like fully accepting it. Yeah. <clears throat> Which Buffers is like, isn't that just your mom speaking? She's like, Yeah, but I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of another thing that I I sort of hate about it, where it's like you're making you're making this really weak symbolic like argument where it's like, well, I'm not going to eat Turkey. And I'm like, right. that doesn't mean That's, fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why don't you get involved in your local government and make sure I, the descendants of the Shumash Indians can yeah, like get their like, shit done. I'm only going to have one serving. I'm not going to have yeah, seconds. Like, and that's my protest. It's just so hollow and symbolic only yeah. where it's yeah. like, I don't. Like, I just do something. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that irritates me is with mom and Aunt Arlene's this year. I'm not getting a Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is the second and last time that Aunt Arlene is mentioned. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm like, why? It's such a plot. <laughs> it's a, such a plot contrivance. Like, yeah. For it, the first time she was mentioned was when Buffy got into college, and she's like, "Oh my god, I gotta tell her." Um, which was just like, fine. You need a family member to tell, sure. and Hank wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, uh, because he's awful. But um, but I mean, I would also be totally comfortable if Joyce just didn't have any family. No, a hundred percent. I'm like, like that one. I was like, okay, you want her to have someone to tell. Which if you didn't fucking kill off her best friend that she made over the summer that Buffy was gone, she'd have someone yeah. to tell. But you know, whatever. Like, gotta gotta fucking kill off your guest stars. <laughs> um, and then so she calls her sister, and I'm like, okay, that's just a one and done. We're never gonna. And then she brings her up here. I think my problem is it's the second time, so it's like you've established this sister that she has a relationship with. We should meet this person. Yeah. And we never do. But then also, why the fuck was Buffy not invited to Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, super like, weird. I mean, what although, in the hell? <laughs> I guess maybe she was, but it they had to use like school as an excuse because she knew she would have to stay home slaying. I always imagine whenever she's not like going somewhere or doing something, it's because she has to stay and slay. Okay. But also like then why are you taking a vacation to Los Angeles in the next episode? Right. <laughs> Va- vacation is not quite the right word, but like no. you're taking a, you know, what what feels like it's going to be an extended Sabbatical. trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that always bugged me. I was just like this this feels like it should be fleshed out or not at all be yeah. in the show at all. I agree. Um, I agree 100% with that. I think if Joyce and Hank were just both only children and all the grandparents are dead. There's no yeah. need for Buffy to have this like extended family. It's it's yeah. just mostly weird. She doesn't come like she's not at. I mean, we don't see her, but she's not at the funeral. I yeah. won't say uh, whose funeral, but she would be at that funeral. <laughs> she uh, arrives at zero funerals. <laughs> yeah, she arrives at zero funerals. Um, Anya says she loves a ritual sacrifice. Um, Love that. Love it. So good. And she clarifies, she's like, I mean, you kill an animal to commemorate a thing. A past event. (laughs) It's a ritual sacrifice with pie. I love that. I wish that starting here that we, that Anya got like in the fold a little more. Yeah. Like it's just. Willow's distaste for for her continues in this episode. It does. Um, I don't like it. I I think mm -hmm. there's no real reason Anya is like a little bit uh like abrasive but there's no reason for Willow to be as butthurt as she is yeah I mean like ever like ever she did try to kill Willow okay (laughs) I'm just so tired of being around human beings and all their baggage I I don't care if I ever get my powers back I think he should eat you this girl has a history of mental problems dating back to early childhood. She's different now. Yeah. <laughs> she did it as a human. I don't. I. <laughs> she she is had, different now. Yeah, yes. She had a goal and an objective and she decided to come back for Xander, which True. is already such a wildly different Anya than we first met and who we yeah. later learn existed before this whole thing. For sure. Yeah, I think I think it's it all comes down to what their intention was for her because they mm-hmm. kind of did they she's she and Spike are meant to be the Cordelias and then of the group essentially. Yeah. And they kind of took the the Cordelia humanity out of mm-hmm. Anya. I mean, I love Anya to death and she has great humanity and she has great depth and her arc is great. But they they didn't 
put that extra oomph in the way that she's interact. Like it's just Xander and like yeah. everybody else can fuck off, which is funny and it's great and it's part of why I love her. Yeah. But also they could have done a really good job of like slowly melding that and have because yeah. Xander's Xander's awful for for Anya. And I yeah. got more mad at how much he doesn't deserve her in this episode when she like immediately put her health in disregard mm-hmm. and like was taking she was like and we'll die together i was like you sweet oh my god fucking xander is the wor- i'm mad at xander and he's like dying of an illness and i'm like go fuck yourself you no, do not deserve anya you should because he says girlfriend he says you're and a strange girlfriend out. and she says i'm a girlfriend and he's like there's a chance i'm delirious and i was like yes i hope you do have syphilis yes i was like what the no she's your girlfriend what are you talking about disgusting you're having exclusive sex with her right she's coming over your house she's taking care of you like she's your fucking girlfriend what is wrong with xander by the way like i mean so many things but i hate him i hate it you have anya yeah how does he pull these girls that's i'm just like this doesn't make any sense you this is this is who chose you and who yeah. is like wants to die with you with syphilis. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Like, what? There's like a joke about New Girl where it's like a picture of all the girls that Nick has like seriously dated because he's yeah. like slovenly and ridiculous. And it's like, yeah. how does Nick Miller pull these girls? And I <laughs> believe it about Nick Miller. I understand why he pulls Lizzie Kaplan and Zoe yeah. Deschanel and, you know, Olivia Munn. I get why he pulls them. I don't get how Xander pulls no. Charisma Carpenter. There's no way. No. It doesn't make sense. It's horrible. He's so shitty in this episode. He's shitty to Spike in this episode, too, for no reason. Yeah, and he continues that. I got into it with Holly from Elysian Fields today. We were like, we were back and forth and back and forth about (laughs) Spike and Xander, and they brought up the aforementioned funeral. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching that. I was loud on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, that scene kills me. You son of a bitch. (laughs) How fucking dare you? <laughs> um so Xander Anya's mad that uh the lady takes a shovel and Xander falls through the ground. <laughs> What's she doing? Xander said he was gonna dig. I want to see Xander dig. And yeah, yeah, he's it's hilarious. And then yeah. Xander falls through the ground. That's just sets up the whole Shumash thing. And then the next scene, Angel's lurking and Buffy feels it from the window. Okay. <sighs> All I can think about is like how impressive it is that she can feel him and then yeah. how annoying it is that she doesn't know what she's feeling. Yes. I I don't know how I feel about her feeling his presence. Mm-hmm. Um cuz part of me is it's part of me doesn't want it, her to cuz I'm just like, uh I don't want you to be connected, especially with what <laughs> happens in the in the panel is it the penultimate or the series finale what happens between them uh oh god damn makes me yeah. gag and i hate <laughs> and i know too. i know it was done for the fans for the fans of them of course of course but it <clears throat> every time i'm just like this makes no fucking no sense, sense at all no story sense at all i usually no. just pretend that scene doesn't happen in the finale yeah, it's oh so bad um so yeah, I don't know. I I'm always a little bugged that she feels. I get it, you know. It's blah 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 blah, but it's also just like ugh, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have a smart response to this other than I just well, don't want Angel in this episode. Yeah, I mean, I 
Again, like I said, I like that she can feel him because that is sort of a holdover from the movie where she got like a physical sensation where when vampires were around and I'm not going to touch the misogyny that it feels like period cramps, but <laughs> oh, that's, that's like that's in the movie, right? That's in the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, I appreciate that she can feel them, but it's like she had such a connection to Angel. Yeah. That like the fact that she feels like something is weird and she can pinpoint that something is weird and might be outside, but she doesn't recognize it as Angel, who has only been gone for like four and a half months. Right. You know, it's like just she, weird. Yeah. Yeah. If this is an Angel specific, that my one of my issues is the feeling vampires thing because it's it's come and go whenever they need it for the story exactly. like yeah. she didn't feel the vampireness when she was you know coming up to kiss him in the yeah. angel episode of season one exactly well you but could argue like, that she's not quite honed enough at that point but then true. you have to yeah. then you have to leave aside all the movie completely yeah yeah which they completely established that yeah. and so yeah, there's there's that whole element where I'm like, yeah, the, there's the vampire side of it, but then why would she, I'm sure she feels vampires all the time, and it wouldn't be like a what's this feeling. But then if it's right. an angel specific thing, you're right. It's only been four months. She if that's a thing that she gets, yeah. when he's around, then she, like because she gets in the next episode, he walks up to her. She like realizes he's near and yeah daylight and he walks up to her and she like looks over. So like it's very clearly I feel angel. Um, my voice just cracked, but, uh, <laughs> she's very, she's very, uh, I feel angel, but she should know that when she's looking out the window. So yeah, I, don't know. I, I think agree. that's the problem I always have with it. Yeah. hundred percent. Not to labor on that too much. Willow calls out Thanksgiving again, is upset that Buffy still wants it. We get the yep. yam sham line. It is a sham, but it's a sham with yams. It's a yam sham. Which is super funny. But again, it's like. I just can't really take Willow's arguments seriously because there's yeah. it's it's the first we've ever heard of this. Yeah, and she's it's, just doing it now. Exactly, Which, it's fair. It's it, it makes sense for where she is in life because when you're in yeah. college, you're like sure. that's your whole worldview is changing and you get more. So like she could eventually maybe go to learn like oh I should protest I should go to these organizations and do my part. Um, and we're just happening to, you know, solve it all in a nice little bow in this episode. Like, we'll just kill the ghosts sure. and we're all done. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, what are you telling oh boy. us? Yeah. Um, and then Buffy basically appeals, what like what you said, like, mm -hmm. I'm not celebrating what we did. I'm celebrating the family tradition that yeah. just happens to be wrapped around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and then, and then she said, one of my favorite edits is Buffy says everyone has a place to go and it cuts to Spike being just hunted and he's hot in the sad music. I love every yeah. time they cut to sad music and Spike just like huddled. I'm like, I want to hug you so bad. It's very like, it's very little match girl alms for the poor kind yeah. of energy. It's very funny. Oh yeah. I love, I love Spike in this episode. They also do a really great job making it make sense that he goes to Buffy. Oh, yeah. You see he's being chased. He has mm -hmm. nowhere to go. Nobody mm -hmm. wants him. He's also outcast himself because he's Spike. He's yeah. a very, uh, like, siloed out from everybody kind of vampire. Mm -hmm. And he will take people with, like, Drusilla he had and Harmony he had, but it was very much people he wanted to take care of. Yeah. Uh, and so 
him well, not Well, also, having... Harmony was just a means to an end. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't have... And not necessarily... Vampires don't typically have communities, but you see, like, when he sees those vampires eating that one, yeah. like, that's a group of vampires that are, like, working together. And, like, uh, what's-her-face yeah. from episode... From The Freshman? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, what's her name? Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday had her crew. So, like, if she ran into an issue like that, she had people to fall back on. Yeah. And Spike had no... And you watched that systematically fall apart for him to where it's, like, the only person... And he knows that... Buffy will help him. Yeah. Which is oh, yeah. great. It's a huge he's like, I'll go to fucking Buffy and Giles. Like the I I have experience yeah. working with Buffy. Like, it's great. I fucking Well, love I it. just think he's like, it's my best shot at survival. Right. At this point. Because Harmony straight up kicks him out. She with like thre- stake in hand. threatens to stake him, <laughs> which is hilarious. I love yes. her like little girl power moment where she's yeah. like, I'm powerful and I'm beautiful and I don't need you to complete me. And you're mean. You had that in our bed? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. It is um, so cute. And he's but, so like scared because he's oh weak. he's super he, scared he could easily be killed. Yeah, he. I mean, I would uh, I would argue he hasn't eaten in over a week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I really like all of that. It's I love when he. It's also when he's looking in at that group of vampires eating the dude. That is the little match girl part of it. Yeah, which is so funny. It's so funny. It's funny because it's so sweet. And my heart breaks for him because yeah. he's just pulling off in the music and everything. I'm just like, oh, poor Spike. He can't kill someone. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, why, why do I feel bad for him? But then, yeah, on the surface, it's just hilarious. He's longingly looking into, like, someone being slaughtered. Like, I can't be a part of this. Yeah. I would also, I don't, I mean, there's no way to, like, prove this or anything. And it's probably just, like, the years of fanfic melting my brain. But <laughs> I would kind of argue... I guess we I there's probably parts that we see that I'm just sort of glossing over but like I don't know that he's been like indiscriminately murdering people since Drusilla got sick. You know what I mean? I think he's been eating to survive but I don't think yeah. he's just been like on a murder rampage. Yeah. Um in which yeah. case I I mean obviously it's still bad but like can you really blame the nature of what he is on him. No, himself. yeah, I mean he's a you know, vampire. It's like like a, he can do whatever. I yeah. think he seeks out people who want to fight. <clears throat> sure, and he fights them. Yeah, and then yeah, I think he just eats whoever. I'm sure yeah. he does his menacing thing to eat them. Like he loves the hunt, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like he's no Angelus. Of course, exactly. <laughs> it just it just makes you think. Like I don't like I sort of feel like Angelus just walks around snapping people's necks for fun. Yeah, and I think that Spike is like, well, I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, I mean Angelus. A, a perfect co- uh, comparison is Ange- Angelus cuts open puppies and nails them to a wall, and yeah. Spike was not killing puppies that's in the true episode. it's just a, talk about black and white yeah <laughs> um and so then riley and the initial boys are hunting for spike it's just you know there's nothing bad or good about it it's just kind of like continuing the initiative storyline i uh, do love how long he has evaded them yeah at least a week like i yeah, said he's like yeah. constantly yeah um and then they, he has it because he has a chip in his like the chip has a tracker. So he's like constantly yeah. running from them, which is crazy. 
They're uh, also they- just so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, they're not very good at their job. <laughs> it's hilarious. The next scene is Anya coming to Xander. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's sick. And it is, I, I know we already said it, but it's just so fucking sweet that it's also, it's gross, but it's sweet where she like feels his head. He's drenched in sweat. Yeah. And she touches it to her mouth in shock, like, oh, yeah. you're sick. And then immediately takes his shoes off, pushes them back, takes yeah. his shirt. Like, she is so caring. I, lo- I am grossed out in the episode at Xander because I'm yeah. like, you do not deserve this. Not at, at all. all. Not even a and, little bit. And, and then he doubles down on it by reneging on his yeah. girlfriend, girlfriend claim. Ugh. So bad. Hey. Um, so then woman on phone. Oh, yeah. So then the woman... Uh, the dean, I guess she is. She... She's just a professor. The dean is a man. Oh, okay. She gets killed violently. Like, yeah, he slits, he slits her, her throat. throat. It's very, for a show about demons, like, doing, yeah. I mean, they definitely do things, but I don't know, just a guy slitting a woman's throat was very graphic. With, like, a jaggedy rock knife. Yeah, like, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um... Buffy and Willow investigate. They say Shumash, so yeah. I sing the, I sing the <laughs> line. Venus got diseases from a Shumash tribe. <laughs> uh, I do love that Giles calls her out. Tell me again why we're not doing this at your house. Giles, if you would like to get by in American society, then you are going to have to follow our traditions. You're the patriarch. You have to host the festivities, or it's all meaningless. And this is in no way an elaborate scheme to stick me with a cleanup. How about that ceremonial knife, huh? Pretty juicy piece of cluage, don't you think? I like, I mean, I think it's cute. She also, she makes a good um, argument. He's the patriarch. It is traditional. Yeah. And then she she feels Angel's presence. Because he's inside the goddamn house. Because he's in the fucking house. Yeah, so this scene I really, I want to talk about. First of all, so, so Buffy leaves. So, what do you think? She sounds good. Angel points out that she's like really obsessed with Thanksgiving. And Giles is like, yeah, I think she's lonely. And yeah. I'm like, she is, guys. Why are yeah. we pretending like Buffy's not going through something? Why are we all just like, you're fucking crazy, Buffy. Like, she's very clearly like emotionally going through something. Her the mom only, yeah. left to go fucking do Thanksgiving and she didn't get, I don't know, I'm making this whole in backstory like, up. In like, like Michigan, too. I think yeah. Arlene lives in like Ann Arbor. Yeah. Regardless of all of that, too, it's like every time that Buffy gets manic like this, she is very clearly going through something. And the fact yeah. that they never are like, hey, this this has happened before. Maybe we should talk about it. Right. They're just always like, why is Buffy acting so weird about Thanksgiving? And I'm like, silly girl. <laughs> are all of you stupid? Yeah. Like, they what are. are we doing here? Yeah, they really are. Um, and so Giles, Except for Giles, Giles does have it right. He's like, no, yeah, I he, think, no, he, I think, she's, I think lonely. she's lonely. So this scene is problematic. It's very much indicative of what you and I were talking about. Um, and what you brought to my attention, which is them discussing Buffy yeah. without Buffy being a part of it. I do like that Giles is like, we shouldn't be doing this. I yeah. don't want to not tell her. And he's respecting whether or not it's something that he should do. He's respecting mm-hmm. Angel's request of not. He's like, that's between you guys. I just think we should tell her. Like, this isn't Giles saying, let's yeah. keep this from Buffy. This is Angel saying, let's keep this from Buffy. A hundred percent. And I even will give Angel, like, 35% of the credit when, because he's like, if she knew I was here, she'd be distracted. That is accurate. But that's her choice. I agree. 
Although I will still say, sort of accurate. She him, would be distracted. Him saying that made me <clears throat> gag. Well, I was annoyed at him being like, "She's just gonna be, you know, like all about me, and I need to okay. focus on saving her." And like that, it just felt like such a condescending. Like, I mean, look at me. <laughs> I don't read it as quite so narcissistic as that. I mean, if we if we know one thing, it's that Angel is a narcissist. But I always read it as like they haven't seen each other since he left right after graduation. So it has been, you know, four to five months. And I think it just it would have been too distracting. But then so like I said, I'm only giving him a little bit of credit because then immediately my mind goes, well, why don't you just fucking call? Yeah. Why do you have to be here? Yeah, that's why? the part. Yeah. Where you get to. And he he gives this whole thing to Giles, which is also. Again, like 10 percent of me is like, oh, where he's like, this isn't the better part of the deal to watch. <sighs> and the only reason like I get where he's coming from. Uh, but it is because you do get to see her. You get to see Buffy. She doesn't get to see you. Like you can, you can be melodramatic about her all you want. You get to see this person, regardless of you know. And you did that before you met her. Like you're very practiced in this. I'd like and you I- to keep in mind all of the things you're saying right now when we talk about. I will remember you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. So excited to talk you about just, I remember you. You just talked yourself into such a fucking corner, Trevor. <laughs> when we do that episode, I'm just gonna rewind to me. <laughs> I'll be like, remember Trevor said this. He's he's a hypocrite. Um yeah. I do love the uh the transition too, where he's like being on the outside looking in is when mm-hmm. we cut to Spike yeah. looking in on the vampires, which is it's hilarious and sad. Like it's yeah. really well done in that like you genuinely feel bad that Spike can't kill somebody. Like Yeah. I mean, I think at that point he just wants to be able to eat. I don't even yeah. think he like needs to kill up. He's just hungry. Yeah, he's he hungry. He just wants to eat something. He can't get blood, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and part of me is like, you could probably just go get some pig's blood. Like, I'm, I don't, I mean, since we have all collectively just put the humongous pile of treasure out of our minds, I don't think he has money. Yeah. Cause I think he always just takes money off the people that he kills. True. Yeah. yeah. And so if he can't kill anybody, mm-hmm. uh, so Giles and Angel Giles does tell him, uh, that he doesn't think this is good. Oh, he, yeah. also, so, he does say that, it's not fair. He specifically says it's not fair to Buffy. Where are you going? To watch her. It's not fair. You know that's what she'd say. You can see her, but she can't see you. Believe me, I'm not getting the good half of this deal. To be on the outside looking in at what I can. Yeah. I'd forgotten how bad it feels. He did, yeah. He says it's not fair, which is true, and I love that. I, lo- I actually really like Giles in this yeah. scene, and he does something that bothers me again. That Angel says, where Giles says, um, "It's not your job to keep her safe," mm-hmm. uh, and Angel says, "It's not your job either." And I said, "Don't you dare compare yourself to Giles." Right? <laughs> I was like, "Right?" I don't give a shit what Giles's job is. Yeah, he will always be there for her. He's a watcher, Mister. Mister, I'm gonna fucking 
walk away in the fog and not say goodbye to you. Like, go fuck yourself. It's ridiculous. I was so annoyed at that line. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. You aren't on this level, sir. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so Buffy and Willow talking about Thanksgiving. Riley talks to Buffy. I think this is super cute, actually. Riley, where did you come from? I didn't see you at all. Oh, just across the street and a couple of blocks down. <laughs> Like this very... is like like Riley is Riley and Buffy together are still being cute. Yeah, I I'm like because I got into that with Holly too, and I was like, there's they have time because we're even one episode, two episodes out from like you know the discovery or whatever. Right, it's still cute right now. Yeah, I'll That's... give Riley some credit. Well, that was and that was the thing when we talked with Will on your guys's podcast, where he was just like, "Why do you guys hate Riley?" Because mm-hmm. he was just seeing all this the cute charming, stuff. Stuff, yeah, yeah, the charming, and there was no friction or anything except for that one line last episode um yeah but i mean that's uh, that's just he's and and he very clearly is a farm boy it's like oh that's you know that's how you were brought up um so anyway riley talks to buffy willow goes away and angel i do love the theme of everybody thinking angel's evil again (laughs) i love it i'm not evil i'm here to help buffy i think it's so funny so funny <laughs> it's so great also oh man so angel in this scene with willow is i know it, i i want to clarify i understand i understand the joke of this exchange hey is cordelia really working for you i mean because that's got to be a special experience of all the people you could have hired well, i'm here to protect buffy i don't have a whole lot of time for personal stuff right well how can i help well, if you can just tell me, who's that guy? I get that it's a joke. Like, I get that it was written, and it's supposed to be funny and hypocritical. It it's makes not me funny. So, it's not funny, and it makes no. me so mad. So and mad. And I'm like, I'm, excuse me, sir. Talk to Willow about Cordelia and your life in Los Angeles, and fucking stop being jealous of Riley as you're peering from the corner, you son of a bitch. Especially because... And I can't stress this enough. The fact that he, at the end of season three, told Buffy she needed to have a normal life and be with a normal dude, a human man. He told her that and fucked her head up so completely that she never is happy again. Right. She's constantly seeking quote unquote normal in Parker and Riley and then beats herself up when she's with Spike and it's all because he's like he he laid the foundation it's he all laid be- the foundation it's, it's literally all because of Angel it's because yes. for some reason she puts so much weight on his opinion and the fact that he was like you need a normal guy she was like well that's it I need a yes. normal guy and if I Angel don't said. and if it's not another normal guy then I'm wrong yeah and I, I I can't forgive that. No, it's shit. It's absolute shit. Um, so yeah, I I hate this exchange. Yeah, me too. Uh, not a funny joke. Spike in <laughs> harmony. Uh, and he's like constantly jealous of Riley. I mean, there's all there's a whole 
plenty there's plentiful reasons to not like Riley, but yeah. his jealousy is just because Buffy's found someone else. Which he um, told her to do. Which he it's, told her to do. It's also the thing where it's like you did this to yourself and her. Right. You're not allowed to be pissed about it. Right. You did it. You made this whole thing happen. Yeah. I mean, I think she was lying to herself, but in the at the end of season three, she specifically was like, I don't care that we can't have sex. I want right. to be with you. And right. I, like, obviously she was lying yeah. or she, she just didn't really know. Yeah. But she would have eventually got there. She would like, have eventually oh. been like, ooh, I really want to <laughs> oh, have sex. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but that is this is all a problem of his own making. And the fact that he then is is jealous and super butthurt and sad. And like, again, making this joke to Willow. It's like, I'm sorry, sir. You're not allowed. Those yeah. are feelings that you're not allowed to have because you ended this you did all of this. Yeah. Every ounce of this is your own making. Ugh, he just really should not be in this episode. I um, agree. It's just so, it's so, like, he is so easily lifted out of this episode. Because also, imagine if, um, imagine if he had just made a phone call and Buffy knew about it. Like, hey, Angel called. He has this news or whatever. And then she goes to L.A. in the next episode, in the next Angel episode to thank him. Right. And then all of that happens. So easy, yeah. Because, like, you literally could cut out all of the scenes of Angel in this episode, and it plays exactly, <clears throat> nothing's lost. Because yeah. no, we've talked about that before. We're like, you could lift this. Well, I mean, you have this element that could mm-hmm. be written, but this literally could just lose all the Angel scenes and all the mentions of Angel, yeah. and nothing changes. Because all, um, lo- all you lose doing that is the jokes about how everybody thinks he's evil again. Right, which There's is no funny, need but for that's, that. the only, that's the only thing yeah. in this episode that's good about Angel. Um, Spike and Harmony, which we already talked about, and then yeah. Buffy walks up on dude slitting a priest's throat. Yeah, it's so violent. Like so it's, violent. It's so crazy how like that. It seems so simple compared to like demons ripping hearts out and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just a man slitting another man's throat on the show yeah. feels so like extra. It's a lot. Um, and then Buffy and Giles, another debrief where Buffy corrects him. Native American. Sorry. We don't say Indian. Oh, oh, right, yes, yes. Um, always behind on the terms. Still trying not to refer to you lot as bloody colonials. Uh, which is funny and good. Like, that was yeah. ahead of its time, too. Um, uh, Buffy, and this is where I was saying Buffy doesn't like the gray area. She's, like, very uncomfortable with the fact that, like, yeah. she doesn't know what to do. Um, and Giles likes mushy peas. They're going to be mushy. They won't be mushy. I like mushy peas. You're the reason we had that pilgrims in the first place. Uh, mushy peas are great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an actual English dish. When I first yeah. watched this episode, I was like, why would you want mushy peas? But <laughs> it's like an actual, it's sort of, it's not quite as like smooth, but it's sort of like mashed potatoes. You're just using yeah. peas instead. It's delicious. That's I've been told that. Yeah, it's really um, good. I like that. I wrote that I like that when you, Willow's continuing, regardless of like the the grandstanding nature of what Willow's doing and that yeah. she's not she's not doing anything other than telling them to not have Thanksgiving. Um I do like the presentation of like no continue to have these arguments with your friends and family. Like yeah, just because for sure. it's uncomfortable, don't not have the conversation. So I, I like that element and I wish the show was a little this episode was a little more nuanced in that instead of just like Willow won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, Let's just kill this ghost. <laughs> 
Of course. Oh, uh, so that that I I do like that part. Um, Willow telling Giles. You mean, I saw him too. Well, that's not terribly stealthy of him. I think he's lost his edge. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, Xander and Anya show up. <clears throat> they all argue, and then Spike shows up. Help me! What part of help me do you not understand? The part where I help you. And then I just wrote squee, squee. <laughs> Love this it. Is like this is the entry of this is the official entry of Spike. Yeah. He being, is here from yeah, now forever. from now yeah. on. Yeah. He will there's I'm sure there's episodes where like he has one scene cuz he runs away or something but like yeah. he's in almost every episode from here on out. Yep. Uh and it's great. Willow, tell him what I did. You said you were going to kill me, then Buffy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, right. but... But the next part... is <laughs> so good. I also um, do... I still... Because it, it they did it in the the episode, the initiative, I think. Whichever, whichever one where he escapes. I love the comparison to impotence. Oh, I, yes. I love the impotence metaphor. It's so yeah. funny. Because even, even Spike... Like, kind of embraces it in this episode where Giles is like, I'm sorry, what happened? He's like, I'm saying that Spike had a little trip to the vet and now he doesn't chase the other puppies anymore. <laughs> so fucking it's funny. So funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Also, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to point out. Buffy could easily vanquish her foe, her mm-hmm. longtime foe, who's mm-hmm. done terrible shit to her and her friends Yeah. right now. She could push him into the sunlight. She could easily stake him. He's a yeah. very weak, but she doesn't. And like, obviously because part of it- Because it's wrong. Right. Yeah. Obviously, I think a part of it is because it's, a big part of it is because it's wrong. It's like, well, he's yeah. defenseless. That's killing. That's, but it, I think the other part of it too is just like, she doesn't want to. A hundred percent. down, she doesn't want, like it's. Yes. If, if, if. Harmony came to her. I feel she'd be more inclined to maybe just like, not, maybe not Harmony because she's yeah. already harmless even when she doesn't have a chip. But like maybe Drusilla, Drusilla, or, or yeah, Darla, yeah, yeah, Dar- yeah, Drusilla. I think for sure because Drusilla is like insane. Yeah, and so she's dangerous anyway. Right. But the thing, the thing is, is this goes back to the thing that's that's my favorite topic or like my favorite aspect of the Buffy and Spike relationship, which is that I think that they know, but like, you know, in some sort of deep down primordial place inside both of them, they both know that they are each other's like pinnacle. Yes. Like there's not gonna be anyone to give them the same challenge. Yeah. As fighting each other. So I think, Part of her, well, she, he, Spike does say he has information too, but right, right. at the same time, I think it's it's the reason why you know Spike hasn't been able to kill her in the past, and it's the reason why she's never killed him, and why she going forward doesn't kill him. Some some of it is the chip, but I also think that she's sort of like, well, probably one day he'll get it out, and I want to have a real showdown. Yeah, and I, I think the the information is actually a really interesting thing to look at because it could have been written that she goes to kill him and he goes wait I have information and that but 
I think it was a choice to not yep. do that because then it's like, oh, well, she only she only didn't kill him because he mm-hmm. had information and then she was uh, willing to. But I think the information was just to be invited in and be yeah. taken care of by them, which they would never agree to unless there was a reason to. But the yeah. fact that she is not inclined to just kill him because uh, he is he is for all intents and purposes, he is an evil vampire. There yeah. is no there's no gray area technically right now. like from yeah. there yeah right now and so it's just like this would be easy you're someone who constantly comes into our life and fucks everything up yeah. and tries to kill us and you tried to kill willow two <laughs> days ago or whatever like <laughs> i'd need to end this yeah uh, but she doesn't want to deep down i don't i, think I don't think i don't think yeah. she understands why but i think 100 preventing her from doing it i think there's so much subtext in these moments which is why it's such a long-running like ship that people go with. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. I think they both know that they're equals. And I think that she is like, I think there's some pity on her end too, where she's like, Oh, well, he's not my equal anymore right now. I can't kill him when we're not equal. Just like, I almost feel like he dicked around with her so much when he had the ring on because he was like, this actually isn't fun. Yeah. knowing that she can't kill me because that's part of the rush is that knowing knowing you can that he could die too that i think that's part of his rush yeah so i just i think there's so much nuance in their relationship and i love that she because also there is this really small physical acting moment after he's inside and they've oh, tied him I to the chair <laughs> okay after he's inside (laughs) and they've tied into the chair he says something about being hungry or whatever and she just smacks him in the head and is like you're fine and she walks around behind him and then she touches his arm when she gets to the other side caresses his shoulder and i'm just like i beg your pardon ma'am ma'am what is this it's hilarious it is you know honestly i never i think i always subconsciously took that in yeah um the the little playful hit in his head and then like the caressing of his shoulder as she walked past him i never clocked it and then someone pointed it out it was probably um elysium fields or holly or bronze buffy somebody put it up and showed like a gif of it and i was just like oh my god that is so gentle and sweet And it's also like going forward there's so many moments like there's the scene in the bathtub when he, where he's in the bathtub and she's like feeding him but she's like just teasing him like flirtatiously teasing him yeah and i'm like what are we <laughs> what are we doing oh, yeah. oh my neck oh it's yeah so, i can't fucking so wait. tender and exposed <laughs> It's so good. Uh, yeah, I wrote what you just said. I have like an all caps and screaming yeah. on my thing. It's so yeah. good. Um, and so then we get Spike's speech about you won. Yeah, I like because it's very like the lover's walk thing again, where he basically is like he's listening and listening and listening. And then he finally is like, you know what? You guys are being fucking stupid. And he's yeah. like, all of this stuff is like, it's it's first of all of your own making and second of all you have to stop being such little bitches about it essentially is what he's saying he's like you you did it it's over he has every right to be upset but like also it's it's over it happened yeah. yeah i think that's 
where an element of my problem with this episode lies in that I understand what Spike is saying and yeah. he's right. He's like, yeah, this this happened. Like you're not going to nothing like the element that I definitely agree with where he's like nothing you say to this ghost yeah. is going to make right what happened. Like that happened, it's over with. What I th- wish would have happened instead of them just going, "Oh yeah, okay, well let's just fucking kill them all." <laughs> I wish they had written into the script that they took heed to what he said like oh yeah okay we're not going to be able to like reason with this ghost because his people were slaughtered and and it's awful but we can at least like put him to peace so like they take an element which wakes them all up to be on the same side and then they find out like oh well if we break the knife he'll be at peace yeah and then end it like that but they had to have like their big battle and have angel save her or whatever so what what does he even do i don't even remember him actually he throws a knife at the guy who's about to stab Buffy in the back, which is just the dumbest, like, it's, it's so, it's so obviously written to make purpose for Angel. Like, it's so obviously like, oh, well, we have to have Buffy's back turned so that he can, like, chuck a knife. It's literally the only thing he does in the whole episode. I'm like, I'm sorry, the powers that be didn't go, let's send Angel to throw a knife in this one specific moment. Yeah, anyone could have done that. Spike could have gotten free and done it, and that would have been an even more interesting thing to do. Oh, that would be so great. Also, also in in a little bit of spoiler look ahead to um, I Will Remember You, when he goes to them, they're so nonchalant about like, yeah, she'll probably die, you know, earlier if you're human. And I'm like, if they don't give a shit, why do they send you a vision about her being in danger? Like, how does that connect? Like, this episode, I, it's, the episode yeah. is good, but, like, the inclusion of Angel is so obviously just a setup for I Will Remember You. It's obnoxious. Yeah. It's infuriating. And again, like I've said twice already in this episode, it, it still could have happened with a phone call. Oh, 100%. He could have just it's been like, just... hey, we had a vision. Something bad's coming. Yeah. He doesn't do anything but show yeah. up to throw that knife. And he literally just talks to everybody. I don't. I don't want to keep talking about Angel. It's yeah. so fucking annoying. <laughs> Buffy and Giles. Buffy and Giles set the table. Spike mm-hmm. says, "Do you know what happens?" Oh, I love this. So Spike's like, "Do you know what happens to a vampire if it doesn't eat?" And Giles is like, "I always wondered that." Actually, Giles plates. Living skeletons, mate. <laughs> All of us are like leaning in, like, "Please tell us." Yeah, let's let's go. Um, and then the ghosts attack. Spike starts getting shot by arrows, which is. <laughs> hilarious it's fucking more than boromir yeah he's got like six I, arrows in him by the end yeah spike sitting in a chair tied up with arrows is like such an iconic image so of funny um, he's also so like extra pale because he hasn't been oh, feeding yeah. he's like so yeah. white he's just like close to death uh <laughs> and then angel walks up on the scoobies so this is angel he's large and flowery isn't he He's evil again. I'm I'm not evil again. Why does everyone think that? Angel's here to protect Buffy. I haven't been evil for a long time. It's been a year. Like a year, like one year. Yeah, it's pretty fresh in everybody's memory, Angel. (laughs) You did terrible shit. Really terrible Um, shit. Don't don't act indignant just because people are like, you very much deserve this for quite a while. 
Oh, man. I only killed the one teacher and tortured Giles and, like, toyed with all of you and spread blood everywhere and, you know, but whatever. Like, that was a year ago. Get over it. Such a long, such a a long, short amount of time. (laughs) Also, he gives them bikes because he can run faster than bikes, apparently. I don't know. He gets there after them, so apparently not. (laughs) I was like, I, I kind of wanted Angel to be riding a bike. That would have sure. made it worth yeah. it for him to be in this episode for yeah, me. <laughs> Angel just with his with his trench coat <laughs> flapping in the wind. It would be funny. Um, we do. It's like a little ET moment when they're all riding. It their kind bikes. of is, yeah. Uh, the dude bursts in and fights Buffy, and this is where Angel does this thing. She's like fighting him against the wall, slamming a chair against him, and another ghost comes up behind her, and he's like about to stab her, and he like throws a knife, and it oh. hits him, and that's it. That's he, that, and he like snaps the neck of one of them that's fighting Willow and Anya. What's he like when he is evil? And I'm just like, what? Why? So stupid. Uh, and then the most iconic line. A bear! You made a bear! I didn't mean to. Undo it! Undo it! <laughs> so I love funny. that she also, like, he's... He he's not really like scolding her. He's just scared, and she yeah. is. She like looks at Spike and is like, "I didn't mean to." Yeah, <laughs> it's such a genuine reaction. It's so good. Um, and then they they quote unquote win, and then they have Thanksgiving. Uh, Willow's beating herself up, and then uh, Xander reveals that Angel was there. At least we all worked together. It was like old times, especially with Angel being here and everything. My favorite thing is Spike's smile, like. Spike, Spike's looking straight down the ca- at, at the camera. Huge smile. It's so funny. It's so good. I was also wondering during this episode, like, what might have happened if Spike had been like, why is Angel here? Like, because Spike can feel him. They can feel yeah. each other. That would have been great. Yeah. Like, if either one of them had been like, what the fuck are you doing here? I think yeah. it would have been really interesting. I'm curious. Yeah, because Angel didn't see Spike because he was sitting down. No, but he should be able to feel him. <laughs> He He's should you know 100%. I was just like, saying just on the premise of the show yeah. like he they just made it very clear cuz I think it would have been a much bigger deal if Angel realized Spike was Spike in town was there. And, like, yeah. and that they invited him in and they're taking care of him. He was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Um but yeah, that's this episode. That's Pangs. Love it. Love it. Such a good episode. Despite its flaws, Despite its flaws that they could have (laughs) just very easily avoided. Yeah. The more I watch this again, and especially with this like fine tooth comb that we're doing and like, you know, in the year 2022 and everything, the more I'm like, man, he's such a bad guy who like dressed up in good guy clothes and we all just fell for it, ate it for like 15 years. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, how? Yeah. How? Like, it's There's a bonkers. lot of times when I'm watching it, especially with the critical eye, where I'm like, woof. Yeah. Wow. I just, I ate it all up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's this episode. And uh, next, next week, you guys are going to hear Kristen chastise me for my love of I Will Remember You. 
I'm going to chastise a lot of people, not yeah. just you. So We're all going to get red. <laughs> not even just the fans. I'm going to chastise the writers and oh, yeah. um, everything. It's not... There's so much. It's not my, it's not my favorite rodeo. No. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's this episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carley. And I am with my other show, at So I'm Watching, or my personal account, at FiddleDD85. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Bye.